this is the Let's Do podcast. Welcome. Yeah, we're we're really we're doing a podcast. This is our first time. We're first timers. Yeah, we don't really know what we're doing, but we're gonna figure it out along the way. So you guys are along for the ride with us. It's gonna be a journey. You know, it's really interesting to talk to each other, but then to also, like, we're talking to people who are someday going to hear this, and that's a really weird thing that I'm battling in my head right now. Yeah, I wish you wouldn't have said that. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking of all the people that might. I'm like, hi, Mom. I know. I, I was thinking about this earlier and thinking about, well, do I need to add any disclaimers for my friends or family who I might talk yeah, about? who might hear it? Should we... <laughs> Should we curse? Should we not curse? Oh, I'm I feel like curse. we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's decided. <laughs> this is a cursing show, so we'll just get that out up front. My fucking name is Jasmine Behar. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Olivia Fabian. And we're going to do this podcast thing, I guess. So I, I think one of the things we should probably talk about here is like what we're doing and why because we started a podcast called let's do so what the hell does that even mean <laughs> so yeah let's do to me is like it's something that I say all the time like I don't have everything all figured out usually ever <laughs> but I like like both of us Jasmine and I just like jump in with both feet and we're like we don't know but let's do let's mm -hmm. just do it mm -hmm. um so yeah, we just wanted to learn something new, and um, we can't really do anything without, you know, we can't just hang out. We have to, like, <laughs> either do something scary and new or carry something heavy or, mm -hmm. you know, something difficult. So this is us just hanging out. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm really happy to be doing this with Jasmine. She's someone who I've admired and although we work alongside every single day, I always want to talk to her Stop more. Stop it. So Stop it. <laughs> this is my excuse to talk to Jasmine, actually. That's what it is. I love it. <laughs> so it's so funny because one of the things I always say, it, like, randomly is, I just like to do stuff. And in that way, too. <laughs> and, like, ever since like I... Like a frat boy. <laughs> yeah. I just want to oh, do stuff. I just want to <laughs> do stuff. Um, but ever since I've met Olivia, I've always known that that's kind of, like she was the exact same way and that's always like watching her from afar I was like oh my god she's so intimidating and talented and cool and how do you're like she has I no idea what she's doing <laughs> that's she's the best doing stuff. <laughs> so yeah um I'm super excited to be able to talk to you more too and then I think for us this is also a way you know you and I share a lot of the same values and philosophies about things and us being you know wanting to do things all the time and wanting to learn new things and having this not you know this craving for more and not being able to sit still ever. Um, right. So I think that what's also exciting is that we're going to kind of dive into some things that are important to us and are really ambiguous and we don't really know the answers. And that's kind of part of the whole thing is figuring it out and understanding that at the end of this, we, we still might not really know what the point of it was, but we tried something new and that's the point. So. Yeah. And hopefully like getting to know new people and new perspectives and, connecting with mm -hmm. all kinds of different kinds of people to help us mm -hmm. learn new stuff mm -hmm. so we can do cool stuff. If you haven't We're very on. eloquent if you haven't <laughs> And we like out. to do stuff. <laughs> 
So, what are we going to talk about on this podcast? Like, today or in general? Uh, we can go in general first. Okay. And that's a good segue into today, because okay. we're not really with the transitions yet, I right. think, smoothly. Yeah, like, we're still <laughs> working on transitions is a note for future. But um, I think, like, many of our topics are really just, like, questions that we definitely do not have answers to. I kind of am considering this a place to do some detective work to just, like, try to get a little closer to the answers and finding more information and perspective on things. Like, already, like, we have a a bunch of topics that we've considered, (laughs) and I I feel like I'm already getting deep, like, deep thinking and learning Mm -hmm. about topics that you just Mm -hmm. might not usually think of, so. Which is the only... Yeah, but way to do it it's but, fun but really the the point to hopefully learn something new or inspire someone to do something mm-hmm. that they've never done before and like take away some ounce of courage to like jump yeah. into what they've mm-hmm. been wanting to do mm-hmm. kind of been yeah. holding themselves back from yeah like us making a podcast yeah like us. <laughs> this is a good example like yeah we don't know what we're doing but we're just doing it we're yeah. just trying yeah because that's the only way you learn and I think that it really is about empowering and encouraging other people we all need that in ways more than we really realize and like I know I seek it out in different ways and I feel like if this podcast gives someone a new idea or encourages someone to do something that they wouldn't have normally done then we've done our job yeah even like one person if they're like oh maybe I'll do that maybe I'll give yeah. it a shot yeah that's cool Good. And I get to talk to you. So either way, even if nobody does anything. I'm blushing. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about yourself. I wanted (laughs) you to go first. Um, Who are you? The existential question I'm always trying to figure out. Like I said, my name is Jasmine. So I overprepared for this knowing I was going to talk a little bit about myself and wrote down some existential deep things that I think kind of explain where I am and kind of even why I'm doing this. I think that I consider myself a wanderer, uh, which is like deep inside my soul, I'm a wanderer. Not like physically. <laughs> like the song? No, I don't know oh, what we'll, song this Oh, we'll is. listen to it t- later. Okay. Later, guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs> but more emotionally than anything, I think at the root of who I am is always trying to find deeper meaning and stuff. Um, even within myself, I'm incredibly obnoxiously self-aware or trying to always be self-aware and I'm always you know analyzing myself I love personality tests I love explaining myself to people yeah. Um, alert. yeah. <laughs> but well, like just in a, a right way yeah just a warning now is that really is what this whole thing is going to be um, we're going to just be dropping papers over here left and right because we've got notes and that's how this is going to go we're, um, we're prepared if yes no one thing about us we will be prepared for yes. whatever we are asked to do <laughs> So I always look. I think I always look for the deeper meaning in things, and I live my life in extremes. And if anyone who knows me is listening, they're gonna probably laugh because I say that all the time. Um, I'm either all in on something or I'm out. There's no in between. And I think a lot of that started when I was really young. I used to write poetry when I was like eight, nine, ten. Um, so writing's kind of writing and poetry and feelings have always been at the core of who I am. I was born in Northwest Indiana. Um, 
near the Gary Hammond Chicago area. And then I moved to Fort Wayne uh, when I was a freshman in college to go to St. Francis. And that's kind of when I think I actually like figured out who the hell I was, <laughs> which I think is very true for everyone. But mm-hmm. I think mine kind of happened in a weird way. Living in the region, which is what people call the northwest area of Indiana, um, you know, we just didn't have access to a lot of good things. There's, just, You know, it's a lot of industry and it's fairly dangerous it's not the best area of Indiana, to say the least. But, you know, I have always had this creative bone in me and never had a really good way to exercise it other than writing poetry. But then I was the only person I really knew doing that kind of stuff. I read a lot, and so I basically was just alone a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then I came to Fort Wayne, and I discovered this thing called the arts. <laughs> and it was like this <laughs> whole other world. people doing this? People do stuff? <laughs> they just do stuff. Oh, my gosh. I can do stuff? This is amazing. So that's kind of when I blossomed, I guess, and realized, oh, like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do necessarily, but I know I want to do stuff, and I want to be creative. I went to St. Francis, got a degree in public relations, um, so I could pretty much do anything I wanted. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Confidence yeah. from public relations. Oh, yeah. Well, very yeah. rare. <laughs> well, that was a joke. Yeah, I get it. Well, it was it was better than the English degree I almost got. Mm. So, but, Sorry, go on. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, I started, you know, working in arts-related fields, doing a lot of marketing and PR, and, um, you know, eventually ended up at One Lucky Guitar, which is where I work now, which is where we're recording this right now. Shout out, OLG. Shout out, OLG. <laughs> But, so the one thing that I wanted to hit on in the difference between what I lived on, what my young life versus my new current life is that I, when I was in college, we, ta- we in some class, we talked about this concept that happiness equals expectations minus reality. So your happiness, so your expectations when you live in an area like Northwest Indiana and Gary and Hammond and East Chicago is... You know, we're going to work in factories for the rest of our lives, or we're, if we're going to make it, we got to get out and go to Chicago, you know, and it's going to be expensive, and we're going to, you know, pay our entire check to rent and pay ridiculous taxes and all this other kind of stuff, mm-hmm. so minus reality. So usually, you know, in a place, in my opinion, this is all my opinion, in a right. place over there, that evens out, you know, like, you're maybe happy, I don't know, I just... There's not as much opportunity there, whereas when you come to Fort Wayne, you know, my expectations are super low. And then I get a place like Fort Wayne that's just awesome and has all these opportunities and has a great cost of living. So um, I'd say I'm pretty happy, guys. That's, that's, <laughs> tell me about We're yourself. I'm you happy. <laughs> Jasmine Behar is a happy person. Okay. <laughs> that was a really weird introduction to myself, but it's where we are. Authenticity, it matters. <laughs> so tell me about yourself, Olivia. <laughs> You know, it's really funny because, like, we have not talked about, like, what we were going to say about ourselves. But, like, while we're very different backgrounds, Mm -hmm. it's very similar because I was also isolated, but, like, I was homeschooled. Mm, Yeah. Like, some of you may know. (laughs) I was homeschooled my entire life. So I'm lucky, very, very lucky that my family is, like, the X-Men of creativity. Like, they know, like, how to make or build or think of or MacGyver, like, absolutely anything, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And we were always, like, making stuff and doing stuff. Doing stuff. Mm -hmm. But I did not have any idea that other people were doing 
that too. I thought it was like, my family's weird and mm-hmm. we just do this thing and make stuff all the time. And I didn't know that that was a job, mm-hmm. you know, that right. there was a future. I thought it was like a thing to be a hobby mm-hmm. and that you just kind of like, don't tell anybody about that because right. nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I've always been kind of a, a come with the gal, I guess, you know, willing to, to do anything. So jumping into things was never scary to me because I was homeschooled. What did I know? I didn't know that you should be scared. I didn't know that you shouldn't wear patent leather clogs, which is a thing that I used to wear all the time because nobody teased me. I never knew that I shouldn't do things. So I started a a swimsuit company, which you may, I'll talk a little bit more about when we get to our much anticipated topic. (laughs) Um, I started a karate studio with my dad. I was a traveling professional figure skater and my mom shipped me off to Las Vegas when I was 14 and went to Istanbul when I was a little older and I was never really scared of things because I didn't know that I should be Mm -hmm. so I guess my isolation I'm so grateful for because I didn't know that I shouldn't be weird and I didn't know Mm -hmm. that I should be scared so I think it's a, a blessing and a curse sometimes. I was going to say, fuck societal expectations. <laughs> but I don't know a lot about certain pop culture, which mm. if my friends are listening, they will laugh because I've never seen Titanic, which is mm. apparently, I'm like, I know how it ends. You know, why do you need to watch it? Yeah. But um, <laughs> I feel like it's a small, small price to pay for mm. my uh, self-confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So anyhow, let's talk about our topic. What's our topic for this week? It's the greatest topic of all time. <laughs> We're talking about failing. And we might be talking about and doing it right now. We, yeah. this might, we might be failing right now, but, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, we're way into failing. Yeah. We, we're way cool with it, comfortable with it, embracing it. It's taken it. us a bit to get to this point, though. Let's be oh, fair. yeah. We did not always <laughs> no. love it or anything. And I think. No. <laughs> Well, no, the t- crying, a lot of crying yeah. has got us to A lot this of point. anxiety attacks for me. Just kind of yeah. like, I can't breathe all of a sudden. It's fine. Yeah. I didn't know what anxiety was until <laughs> I was like, Jasmine, I'm feeling like, I'm like describing it. She's like, I think you have anxiety. <laughs> so, you know, oh, gosh. you live yeah. and you learn. Yeah. New things all the time. It's that you don't know pop culture, so you don't know anxiety. You know? Yeah, see? I don't know what I'm missing. <laughs> I thought I was fine. <laughs> But I, I've, a couple of times recently, Olivia and I have ran, not randomly, but we, this topic has kind of kept coming up, which is why. We're not losers. No. It hasn't kept coming up because of that. No, no. We're fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> no, um, it's come up a couple of times and then we were like, well, why are we and everyone else so scared of failing and why is it such a bad thing? And so. Why are you so embarrassed? Yes, exactly. I have a lot of shame. Shame, shame, you know, but so I think that that's when, and then we started talking about this project and that's when we decided, you know, lead with failure, lead with (laughs) it. So just put yourself out there right away. You know, you're going to do something that could fail. You might as well talk about it. You're going to fail. Yes. Yeah. It's inevitable. We're trying to be empowering. Like, let me not, don't turn it off right now. (laughs) We're not being mean. Yes. And that's, that's okay. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, we yeah. had Let's kinda... talk about, like, what is failure from, like, your perspective? Yeah. Like... Well, so, it's, in general, 
I have a hard time wrapping my head around what failure is because it's all this like it depends on what the thing is Mm -hmm. but for me failure has become when I'm not excelling at something when you're not being I'm not the the best absolute best yeah Olympic gold medalist so there's my first problem is her expectations are too high they're way too high now I had too many successes (laughs) early you know when I started this whole thing and now I'm like oh god but I think one of the biggest problems for me with failing has been that I have a I can't fail mentality. So mm-hmm. when I started college, I was a first generation college student and I was doing really, really well. And I've always been, you know, book smart and all that kind of stuff. So I went through college, I graduated college really, you know, with a great GPA and I had a great network right away and all this other kind of stuff. So I'm like, I can't fail. <laughs> I can do everything. I can't do anything wrong. She's raising the roof right now. I <laughs> want you guys to know. Um, so it's fine. We're cool. So I went from like at home, you know, in my childhood and stuff, everything was middle ground. There was no like extreme failing or succeeding. And then I went extreme succeeding. And then I went, well, now real now there's reality. And I'm a person who thinks they can do too way too much. Mm-hmm. And you can't do everything. And that was really hard for me to accept. So it's like you're looking into my freaking soul. Well, this is <laughs> this is why I was like, I have to do this podcast with Olivia because every time we talk, we're just like, like Yeah, minute, same. That happened to me too. Yeah. Oh, you got a yellow <laughs> That's iPhone? That's how I feel. I got a yellow iPhone. Yeah, we literally. both have the same color. I was so excited to what show it? her. And then she was Who like, Yeah, I have that. That's what I thought, but apparently. No, you. <laughs> me. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so. That's kind of where, like, failing is with me right now. It's like, if I'm not the best at it, I'm failing, which, first of all, is a huge, huge problem, and I've kind of gotten over it, but it kind of still hurts my soul a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But what is failing to you? Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I have to talk about my greatest failure Mm -hmm. probably, ooh, probably, like, twice a week average, Mm -hmm. I would say. Which is, I started a swimsuit company with my mom, who is the coolest person ever. Hey, Cher. What's up? <laughs> um, called OFABS. And I started it while I was in college. And I didn't know anything about running or starting a swimsuit company or a company of any kind. So I learned a ton. But a lot happened that I had to overcome. Like, first of all, learning how to start a company was a lot to overcome. Mm -hmm. Learning how to make clothing, learning how to make a swimsuit, which is like a different kind of engineering of clothing than like a shirt or pants Mm -hmm. or something like that. Learning how to market it, sell it, the whole everything. And then, and I overcame a lot of those. It was stacked against me. Like, I think people (laughs) were like, oh, you're starting a swimsuit company. Good, you dumb old girl. But I went on business planning competition, and I was feeling pretty good, and I was also, like, one of those people that, like, early in life, like, had a lot of wins. Like, there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of, uh, expectation that I would do great things. Mm -hmm. Like, my family was, put a lot of effort and time into me, you know, being a good figure skater and doing modeling and doing karate. I was a master black belt when I was very young. Like, it was like, you are going to be good at whatever you do. There's no other option. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I had failed at things. Like, there was figure skating tests that I didn't pass the first time or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. Like, I had experienced some level of failure, but this was a huge project and a huge opportunity to fail. And, you know, starting 
out as someone who, you know, when you're younger, you don't have a ton of money. So mm-hmm. feeling monet- in a monetary setting was new. So I, but I took a chance Mm -hmm. and I did it and I learned a lot of things and we were killing it. We were selling tons and tons and tons of suits. It was awesome. And then I failed to really get the production under control. I mean, a lot of things happened where we partnered with the wrong people Mm -hmm. and ended up, they were stealing a lot of my stuff. So I had everything kind of worked out. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of you have heard this story because I literally tell it, like, twice a week. So this is me, like, telling my failure story. This is, like, my Mm go-to spiel. But anyway, I had to, as people who don't like to talk about failure, I had to pivot (laughs) to do something else, which is why I turned OFABs into the pom-pom business. And Mm -hmm. I have, hands down, OFABs has never made as much money and been as successful than as it it was as a pom-pom business. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. So failure was heartbreaking Mm -hmm. and terrifying, and I still hate talking about it. So this is the bat signal. I don't make swimsuits anymore. (laughs) Stop Stop asking asking me. How is the swimsuit business going? (laughs) It's not. It's dead. (laughs) We're not doing it. So that was kind of a rambling spiel, but really, I mean, to come from being someone who's, you have, you are going to be really, really good at whatever you're going to do, to, oh my God, I, oh, that's a big truck, to (laughs) falling on, basically falling on your face Mm -hmm. and then going, okay, should I keep going? Should I try? Or should I take a step back and look at this? Which I think has been the biggest lesson for me is like, Sometimes you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, you know, you know, I didn't like give up on OFABs as a company, but I'm like, okay, swimsuits, too, it's, it's, it's not the right thing. Mm-hmm. Pick the most difficult thing to make. Yeah. Let's do something you can make yourself. Yeah. So failure yeah. has helped me. Yeah. Immensely. Well, and there's so many different ways, like based on who you are, that you can quote unquote fail because... I've never started a business. I am just blown away by you starting a business. I run a mini photography freelance thing and I can't stand it because I don't want to <laughs> do business. I just want to do the fun thing. Right. But so like my failure story, I think actually I'm probably rebounding from my biggest failure story, but my failure wasn't necessarily like a thing. It was like my failure to set boundaries and to control my life. Mm-hmm. I think this is a topic for another episode, but I'm going to talk about it right now. Anyway, um, oh man, I'm now we're going to get another topic. <laughs> Luckily, we didn't tell them all the topics. <laughs> no, but I mean, in the past year, I hit a peak, you know, and I was feeling really great. I, you know, was elected to a board of directors for an organization that I really liked, and then I was chosen to be the marketing chair for a music festival. Who everyone who's listening probably knows what I'm talking about. Um, and I was trying to have a personal life and I was trying to have friendships and I was just doing too many things that I immediately realized I started a new job. I was just like, I'm so overwhelmed. And I, my, I had a peak and then like halfway through the year I hit, I hit the valley, you know? Um, right. Cause you kind of like set yourself up for failure really yeah. because I do this all the time constantly mm-hmm. too not like huge gigantic failures like what I just described <laughs> I'm done with talking about it that was the last time I'm ever gonna talk about it but like not being 150 percent mm-hmm. at 
one thing is a failure in our eyes and then we take on like and this isn't just like me and jasmine this is all of you i know you're all doing (laughs) it so Mm -hmm. we see you you know you just take on like so many things Mm -hmm. that and you say yes to everything that you're like yes i can do that and then you really cannot possibly do a good job at everything yeah and and that's hard to deal with as a person especially who like people who like to do stuff which i think that people if you're listening to this you either like are intrigued by doing stuff or (laughs) you really like to do stuff i mean the podcast or you're our family yeah (laughs) stop listening um (laughs) just kidding they can listen but you know the preparation for failure is it's just so hard to balance it all like I want to be successful, but I can't be successful if I don't try. But if I try too many things, then I'm going to fail. But if I don't try, I'm going to fail. And Mm -hmm. so it's just this weird, like, circular thing that I think none of us have really figured out because we never really know what or when's going to be the right thing or what or when's going to be the thing that fails or succeeds. Um, Yeah, we're just, like, trying five million things because we don't know what's going to work. Yeah, and so it's failing it it's it's essential like you, if you don't fail that means you don't you didn't try you didn't try you didn't succeed you know i mean you're not going to get it's just a part of, of our lives you're not going to get to this any of your successes if you don't fail along the way yeah so i just think it's so hard to make a decision and i think part of what we've talked about with this podcast is we we don't know the answers <laughs> we're just here to kind of get through how do like okay here's this big thing that we don't know how to tackle how do we kind of like just like make baby steps in the right direction to get there yeah and part of that is being okay with the fact that we don't we may not know we don't know like i don't we don't know if this podcast is a single person is gonna listen to it but that's okay (laughs) but that's fine we're learning new things yeah so like on the topic of failure like us being loving to prepare for things I would say mm-hmm. have done some research and talked to different people and like what failure means to them and I I think like going back to what you said about like the peaks and the valleys mm-hmm. like you really can't have peaks without the valleys like at the risk of repeating you yeah like well, um, I stole that from you it's fine you <laughs> I've had some valleys mm-hmm. like and especially when you, like, own your own business and that's, like, your sole purpose or, like, reason for triumph. Like, yeah. like you really attach a lot of yourself to that. And it's it's so easy when you're in a valley to mm-hmm. think that there's never going to be a peak again. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for when you're at a peak, you're like, I'm on top of the freaking world. There's no way that I'm going back down there. Yeah. But it's like you are, you are, and that's mm-hmm. okay. So I mean, not all valleys are are as deep as others. But yeah. um, I think just talking to other people and realizing that like, hey, other people are feeling this way too, and not mm-hmm. everyone is on their A game all the time. And I'm not gonna talk about how everyone's posting all their perfect things to social media and that makes us feel worse because I think there's enough coverage of that going on right now and Mm -hmm. we all get that but um that really just talking about like other people kind of feel bummed out yeah and bad about things sometimes too and like that's totally cool because like Mm -hmm. you're on the way up then that means like yeah 
your valley's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, like, took me a long... It's, like, so embarrassing because that's like, seems so obvious. But it's, like, took me a long time to, like, realize it's not the end of the world. Like, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Well, it's so hard to see outside of the emotion you're feeling when something like a failure happens because if you're anything like us like you feel that so like it's like kryptonite just like makes me want to curl up yeah Yeah. so um yeah and but I think that one of the things that's definitely helped me has been talking about like you said talking to people about my failures and when I have kind of just started to admit it and let myself understand like oh I'm failing right now like you are failing at doing this you did like you did this to yourself that made it easier for me to position myself in the future to not do that thing that led me to failure again right um learning from your mistakes wow no one wow (laughs) this is a new concept you're welcome (laughs) but i mean i don't know i don't always learn from my mistakes i just said yes to something i shouldn't have said yes to We'll talk about it That's next week. I'm just, <laughs> no, just kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but learning from other people, talking to other people has made me feel a lot better. I talk to a s- few people. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. So I know that I don't have the answer because I'm bad at this. I'm bad at being bummed out when I don't have the gold medal around my mm-hmm. neck. <laughs> yeah. And failure is uncomfortable. And I hate when people ask me about the swimsuits. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> This if, is, if you do this is heard. the last time. This is the last time. Um, it won't be the last time. But, like, I jotted down some of the things that they said because I thought that would, might be helpful. Like, mm-hmm. not everyone's coming from our perspective. But sure. one of the things that I didn't relate to as much, but now I'm like, oh, my God, that's so important, is being so afraid to fail sometimes makes you feel paralyzed. Mm-hmm. And then there's inaction. Yeah. So it, that in and of itself is failure so mm-hmm. it was just interesting to me that like because I am an idiot and think that everything's gonna be fine and I'm just gonna jump in and figure it out which most of the time you know you do mm-hmm. and it's fine yeah but um I think sometimes people get so worried about thinking of all the possibilities that they are going to fail or that they could fail mm-hmm. and so calculated that they then don't try something that could be really awesome. Yeah. I don't feel, I don't know, I don't really feel that, yeah, I don't relate to that either, but I think something that helps with that is if you are one of those people to get yourself an accountability buddy, you know? Accountability buddy. Yeah. I just made that up on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, because I, like, Will you be my accountability buddy? Oh, I'll be your accountability <laughs> buddy. That's the only reason that this podcast is happening. It's because there's an accountability buddy involved. That's we just didn't true. have a name for it before. That's true. I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do that, Jasmine. It's gonna I be know. Mad. I was like, I haven't done those notes yet. Oh, my God. She's going to um, be judging me so hard silently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, but I, I have, you know, friends who you know, they tell me things they want to do. And because I keep asking about it, oh, have you started doing that thing? You know, I think even you can go as far as Olivia and I to say things like, let's do it together. 
right. to make sure we do it or even just you know casually mentioning it depend like there are so many places you can land on this scale of accountability buddy but you know that could be a great place to even casually mention it to a friend who you know is interested in your life so they'll ask you about it the next time they see yeah. you, you know? but then i think you do need like a safe word when you're like no it's dead i'm done <laughs> yes <laughs> don't ask me about it anymore the safe We're word not is doing- sim- swimsuits <laughs> No, like, okay. it was a great – I really appreciate it, but let's not yeah. talk about it anymore. Okay, I'm sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, you totally brought that up. <laughs> yeah, other things that I jotted down in my research – and we can, like, spend time on these or not. Mm-hmm. I just thought they were, like, nice little nuggets. Sure. Failure is not an alternative to success. Mm. So, like, they're not – antonyms like the opposite of failure is not success is that what right yeah i like, had to take it into grammar you can't have That's one right. yeah she's <laughs> you can't have one without the other yeah. like i i mean yes we all know that but mm-hmm. you don't think of it in those terms you're like no i either win the gold medal or i lose yeah that's me yeah if i'm not the best i'm the worst that's that's like right. ricky, that's not the answer that's ricky bobby i think have you seen talladega nights jasmine <laughs> You're going to learn that I also don't know anything about movies. So I'm no. probably not reading the room, you guys. So no one's seen <laughs> Talladega Nights. I love movie lines, so I'm, I'm sure, sorry in advance. I'm sure everyone has. Um, also, an obvious one, but it really spoke to me, was failure is only temporary. Mm-hmm. It's just a setback mm-hmm. in the bigger picture. Yeah. You're not down for the count. Yeah. <laughs> and every single person has encountered failure. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you do any research on failure you're gonna get like the most famous people in life and like their stories of how they failed which a lot are just like them overcoming amazing odds which i kind of find a little bit annoying because it's like they didn't mess up they were just really good against all odds you're right yeah (laughs) i think the story i read because we did do research was like that um but oh there's one that i read that wasn't like that but yeah i think that um it's heart it's when you know in your everyday life that's just so interesting to like as you're walking down the street just look at a person and be like that person's failed i wonder what it was <laughs> don't like <laughs> say it to them <laughs> no but it's just another like a different way of like i don't know i think about stuff like that sometimes i'm just like that person has a very interesting story that i'm never gonna know when i try to guess what it is and like where are they going that's what i always think of mine is less <laughs> profound where are they going in that cute outfit I want to go. <laughs> I want to be their Where friend. Where they get it. That's usually what I, I want to be your friend. Be my friend. Yeah. So do you um, want to talk about some of the stories, the, the more famous people we, or did you have more stuff to say? Um, we can talk about the famous people. Yeah, like, many of the, like, quote-unquote failure stories that come up are actually just stories of people overcoming amazing obstacles and are very noble and are inspiring and heartwarming and full of inspiration but I was annoyed by them because it was like well you didn't mess up like Mm -hmm. failure is like I did this and I have shame and I feel bad about myself because of it and overcoming that but a few of them that I thought were sort of like them failing and you probably came across I have three of them they're all super 
the most famous people on the freaking planet. I read your notes, so I made sure oh. I didn't <laughs> do the same ones that I'm... <laughs> oh, what, what, what? Obviously, I think everybody knows that Michael Jordan didn't mm-hmm. make his high school basketball team. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I feel like you might have just said, you know what, basketball's not for me. I'm going to take piano lessons. Yeah. Like, maybe I should... Took me three Play years. golf, obviously. <laughs> that was the right move. But, yeah, he just... One of, one of the quotes that I just thought was really cool was, like, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I can't accept not trying. Mm-hmm. Which was, like... Yeah. He just was, like, ah, I think basketball's my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just try again. I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with it. So, he wasn't, like, I'm gonna be the best mm-hmm. basketball player ever. Yeah. But... Maybe we don't recommend that to anyone or everyone listening. That might not be there. But basketball's not my thing, but maybe no, something thing. else. Yeah. Whatever your <laughs> thing is, do it. We're not saying it's basketball. Right. I'm re- I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, oh, what's wait, we should tandem. The motto for this year because we were talking Oh my god. It's so perfect. The it's motto. so good. 2019's got a motto and it and it originated because we were in the office, in the open concept office, and I was talking about how bad I am at math. It's just not my thing. I do words really well, believe it or not, despite all of the murmuring and blubbering <laughs> today. So then I just kept, we just kept talking about, I can't do accounting, I can't do calculus, never took that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Olivia said, you're good at other things. So that's <laughs> the motto of the year. Anytime you feel like, man, I really suck at that, you just say, I'm good at other things. But I'm good at other things. That's my that's my motto for life because yeah. I'm crushingly self-confident. So anytime <laughs> someone says I'm bad at something, I just go, I'm good at so many other things. It's also a very um, just sidebar funny kind of comical insult if someone says, How is that? how's that cake that I baked yet? Well, you're good at other things. <laughs> You can use that if yeah, you want. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. Okay, sorry. And earlier I said tandem, and I meant tangent. Tangent. Tandem, yeah. tangent, you know. I swear I'm good at words. We're tandem, in tandem, going on a tangent. <laughs> yes. I was right. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, I only have one. Okay. And I'm a nerd, so... It's J.K. Rowling. <laughs> is that who you're going to guess? Who you're going to guess? That's literally who I was going to guess. Damn it, I should have let you guess. <laughs> I just love Harry Potter. I'm a Slytherin, just so everyone knows. I'm not into Harry Potter. <laughs> I love Harry Potter. I also just love weird things. So if it's like kind of dark and weird, I'm like, yeah. Like very Tim Burton. Oh, Tim Burton is my favorite human on the planet. Yeah. <sighs> so... J.K. Rowling, uh, okay, first I should start by saying that I literally just copied and pasted an entire article that I found on yearon.com. So, credit to that person, because I'm going to read a lot of it. Not a lot, but it's their words. Okay. So, this quote, it says, By every usual standard, I was the biggest failure I knew. J.K. Rowling said that. She's, you know, the author whose book series had been translated into 73 languages, sold millions of copies, and accrued over 20 billion through movie adaptations and sponsorships. <gasps> okay. That's, she's so cool. She's amazing. 
But she had a really hard time getting to that point, you know, right. but now she's like amazing. Okay. She had the idea for Harry Potter, but then uh, immediately she was pulled away from her work because her mother died. Um, so she stopped working on the book and sank into a deep depression. And so hoping to dig herself out, she took a job teaching English in Portugal for a year. Her goal in venturing abroad was to get away from her troubles and, more importantly, use her time off to continue working on her book. She set the goal of having the first Harry Potter book done by the time she returned from Portugal. But things didn't go as planned. They never do. They don't. Bum, bum, bum. Um... She not only didn't make any progress on the book, but she fell in and out of love. She ended up with a failed marriage and had a daughter. She had to raise alone. I guess I really don't need to tell you all of these, like, personal stuff because, man, that's... Well, those are all the things that kind of build on. Like, for yeah. me, it's like, not only did Life's I, like... tough. Yeah. It's like when all of those things, you know, when it rains, it Life pours. is chaotic is it's what we rough. were just talking about before we hit play. Or record, I mean. Still learning. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. So she had no job, no finished product, and two mouths to feed. She had hit rock bottom. Uh, She continued to struggle with depression, raising a child on her own, and living off meager unemployment benefits. She resumed to work on her book in cafes while her daughter was asleep. Uh, Despite numerous... Wait, she left her daughter... Where was her daughter sleeping? Did she have a babysitter? (laughs) Does the article say? It doesn't say. I need more information. (laughs) Okay. We're too thorough. Stop it. It's all right. (laughs) I'm sure she got a babysitter. She had to have had a babysitter. Or maybe she took the Maybe the cafe was the... downstairs from her apartment. Or maybe the baby was just sleeping in a car seat. Maybe she, she had a baby cafe. in the bucket. Yeah. That's probably what it <laughs> yes. is. Yes. Cool. Okay. Let's We've learn more. solved it. <laughs> um, so... Uh, um, she kept writing and it was going well, but she didn't really have any money still, but she really loved what she was doing. She was mm-hmm. getting to write. Yeah. She finally finished the first three chapters and sent the manuscript off to a publisher and she sent it to another publisher. She sent it to another publisher. She sent it to 12 different publishers and got rejected every single time. And she was like about to give up and stop pursuing mm-hmm. this book because she's like, no one wants to this book like, clearly I'm clearly i'm no one, crazy no one cares no one cares about voldemort and harry potter and his lightning is scar smarter and, than me and uh, i don't know because yeah. they don't get it yeah if they don't get it then it's my oh failure. yeah yep finally the editor at bloomsburg publishing company sat down to read the manuscript and so did the editor's eight-year-old daughter the little girl loved the opening chapters and begged to read the whole thing so he agreed to publish her novel and you know she went from being a jobless single mother living off of unemployment benefits to one of the best-selling authors of all time. But she had to, like, really struggle to get there. So I guess you're right. It's not really failing, but it's, like, can you imagine how she felt, like, so many times? So stressed she's, out. She's in a valley. She's in a valley. Like, the but valley of like valleys of her life. she's, through yeah. the mud in the valley mm-hmm. for, like, a long time. Yeah. I mean, Because yeah. she was confident that there would be a peak. Yeah, she had to be. She couldn't give up. Or why would you keep doing it? Yeah. She really read the room, though, with the eight-year-old. Yeah. Like, mm. that's kind of dumb of the other ones to not, Yeah. Yeah. you know, hire mm-hmm. an eight-year-old to do their research. Yeah. So smart. So here's oh, a tip for you. Another truck. Another truck. Tip for you, book publishers. You probably need to get children to read your children's yeah. books. Yeah. You can find the next J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. So, that was J.K. Rowling. <laughs> and I'm just going to 
Oh, wait. I thought I had another really nice quote from her. I guess I don't. She's like, I'm a badass. So she said, failure... Yeah. (laughs) Failure meant a stripping away of the inessential. I stopped pretending to myself that I was anything other than what I was and began to direct all my energy into finishing the only work that mattered to me. It's almost like you just are like, fuck it. Like, I'm just doing this because I want to at Mm -hmm. this point. And then it's funny because then, like, that ends up being the thing that you're really good at. Yeah. And then the thing that people, like, recognize Mm -hmm. you for being good at. They're like... I see you being confident in what you're doing, Mm -hmm. and I want a piece of that. Yeah. (laughs) Give me a piece of that. I think it also is, like, you have to be, like, it's so hard and so easy to give up in those times, and so, like, to, like, dig deep and find that tenacious part of you that wants to persevere, like, you have to be willing and determined to do that, and that's exactly it. I think that people then, that resonates with people. Like, I'm not going to just give up. And people are like, I want some of that. Yeah. And you're not really just, like, I mean, you need to feed your your kids and stuff. So she needed to get that book deal. But Mm -hmm. when you stop going, I'm doing this so I can get a book deal, you're just like, I'm doing this because I know it's good. Mm Mm-hmm then that's when you succeed. That's what a beautiful story. Good for her. Yeah, she's great. Gonna watch Harry Potter tonight after this. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch Harry Potter. Maybe that can we can t- have a sub-podcast about Harry Potter. <laughs> we should just have... Harry Potter noobs. <laughs> yeah, and the whole podcast will be you reacting to Harry Potter and me saying, did you see that part? What did you think of that? I'm the kind of person that also asks a lot of questions mm-hmm. during movies. Mm-hmm. Like, very fun to go to, like, a thriller <laughs> or a suspenseful movie with. Because it's, who's that guy? <laughs> no, wait. what? What's she doing? What's his name again? Wasn't he in Mr. McGregor's Garden? <laughs> oh, no. Peter Rabbit. That was the one I was asking about. Uh. Star Wars. So there'll be a lot of that, too. Yeah. So that's going to be fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell more? Another story? No, not really. Do you want Mine me to tell too another long. story? I mean, I have a story of the ultimate person that man, woman, child, anyone would aspire to be. Oh. I mean, I think you all know her. Oprah. <laughs> right? Duh. I, we were all thinking it. Yes. But, like, literally, Oprah, freaking Oprah, mm-hmm. got fired from her job not just like there were stories of like other famous people getting fired from their like fast food Mm -hmm. jobs this was like she got fired from a job in television Mm -hmm. hosting and then they put her on daytime television which most people would be like oh well i'm dead now no one watches daytime tv Mm -hmm. no one's gonna care about me I'm done. I'm just in this local daytime TV show. No one's ever going to know who I am. Like, this is Oprah's, me me thinking of Oprah's inner monologue. This is, is really Oprah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think about her so much, I just feel like I know what she was thinking. <laughs> but she was like, no, you know what? I'm freaking Oprah. <laughs> I'm going to be freaking Oprah, mm-hmm. and I'm going to rule the world. The GD world. Yeah. And now she, I mean, the rest is history. You all know. She does rule the world and she is amazing and she's the best. But I thought she would be more like, the quotes that I found from her were not very like um, forceful. 
or like mm. um, aggressive or like I use aggressive as like a positive term because right. I am aggressive mm-hmm. um, and obviously very <laughs> self-confident but all of hers were like very like I just enjoyed the process so like hers was like it's not failure if you enjoyed the process mm-hmm. which was it's like very like she's warm in, and touchy yeah like she was enjoying being a talk show host and was like everyone just wanted more of that wanted mm-hmm. a piece of her because yeah. she was just like I'm doing what I want to do mm-hmm. my takeaway from this episode was more like if you're enjoying what you're doing mm-hmm. you will be successful because you'll want to keep going mm-hmm. and you'll want to put your heart into it and put your time into it into I mean people know this is the age of authenticity as you said earlier yes. people know when your heart's not in it and yeah. you really don't believe in yourself so when you really do people kind of take notice and mm-hmm. want to hop on that train yeah and there's so much to be said for doing something because you love it and really investing yourself in it and other pe- that resonating with other people and I think like that's why we're doing this mm-hmm. like this is something we care about and we want to be authentic and all that kind of stuff and we think it's fun because we like to do trucks so many big (laughs) trucks guys sorry yeah we well it's fine but anyway tangent it's fine (laughs) jasmine had a really great wrap up and then a truck went by like (laughs) story of my life that's how it always ends um yeah so my takeaway yes that's what i was talking about my takeaway you can't really, like, be failing if you're making the best decision that you can, know, like, with all of the information that you have. You know, right. this many things about your day-to-day, even if it's, I'm going to have, you know, yogurt for breakfast. Well, you know, this is a really bad example, but I'm going with it. My yogurt's expired. <laughs> We're going with the yogurt example, guys. <laughs> I really love Stay yogurt. Stay with us. I really love she yogurt. really does. She wrote a whole blog post about it. I did. <laughs> There's, like, seven of them in the fridge in there right now, too. Okay. Um, but like if I wake up in the morning and I'm like I'm gonna have yogurt and then I look at my yogurt and it's expired but I eat it anyway I didn't make the best decision for myself so I'm gonna fail because I'm gonna get sick so yeah that's a bad idea yeah exactly <laughs> but so you know you equivalent that to bigger things in life you know what I mean like you have to ask yourself you know is this something I care about is it something I'm passionate about is it good for my health like you know, sometimes there's risks you're willing to take, and that's another part of it is, am I willing to make this risk to, you know, risk failure, risk success? You know, I think it's, if you're making the best decision you can, based on all the information you have, what you know about yourself, what you can forecast in that moment in time, you can't really fail in the sense of we probably, you know, associate failing as, is that failing is bad. Failing isn't, doesn't have to be bad. It's no. essential. It's, we all got to do it. Yeah. We're going down. Hands down, 100%, absolutely not be working at the most badass place I've ever set foot in if I wouldn't have fallen flat on my freaking face. Yeah. I can say that with absolute certainty. Mm -hmm. I think I could say that too. That I had to start OFABs. I had to, Mm -hmm. that was the last time. I had to start, I had to learn all that stuff to learn how to do everything, and I had to fail at it to learn how to get better. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that was a failure to me that I didn't talk about was, 
you know, I had started a graduate degree, a master's degree, and went to grad school, and I couldn't juggle it all, which, you know, had I continued on that path, had I been, you know, had I persevered, more or less, you know, I didn't, I failed at it, um, but had I persevered, I would not be in this job. I would be doing nonprofit management, you know, like it led to right. a career change. So it's not always so obvious either. Right. You know, so. Just got to roll with it. You just got to roll with it, use your judgment, mm-hmm. be confident. You are a badass and you know what to do. Hell yeah. So at the end of each episode, we are doing a little extra segment called In Case You Didn't Know, where we'll talk about goings on. Mm-hmm. That maybe in case you didn't know, but you should and mm-hmm. would be fun or interesting to you. Yeah. So the first one is a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot selfish. A lot selfish. Because, but we're confident about it. But so. we're really excited and we think that you're going to like it. So Let's Do is a podcast, but it's also more. We want to connect with people IRL mm-hmm. and we want to carry heavy things. Like it's really <laughs> our main goal is, <laughs> Do events and carry heavy things. So mm-hmm. our first event is going to be palm portraits. So we're kind of coming to the stage of our life where people are asking for a professional photo of ourselves, and we do not have one. <laughs> or we have one, but it doesn't really reflect us very well. Yeah. Yeah. Mine either has a toddler in it or I'm wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And Mine a, are all like... Adidas jacket is my, like... <laughs> professional photo at the moment so we thought other people might be in the same boat where Mm -hmm. they want or need a professional photo but don't want a gray background Mm -hmm. and a suit and tie yeah i mean you can wear a suit and tie if you want you wear whatever Whatever you you want want. you can wear whatever you want but we're gonna host an event Mm -hmm. on february 24th it's a a sunday Sunday because what are we gonna do on sunday we're gonna go to brunch and then we're gonna watch netflix yeah so we can get together and hang out and get our picture taken mm-hmm. wearing a pair of palms a palm palm blah. palms come with this deal yeah correct yeah yeah so you get to design your own palms mm-hmm. so you can wear them in your photo or not no pressure but like it would be cute but yeah. you don't have to and boys are welcome too yeah so like whatever you want you get the palms you can wear them mm-hmm. you can give them to mm-hmm. your mom whatever you want yeah it's gonna be a fun event yeah we're gonna you know talk to each other IRL and get some real nice pictures I'm gonna take your picture and if you're worried about feeling awkward my go-to is I'm really awkward so just concentrate on me being awkward and it's if fine. you've listened to this whole episode you know it's true <laughs> <laughs> no I'm just kidding she's great yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, okay I'm here till Thursday but so we're gonna post more information about that on social media we're on Facebook Twitter and Instagram I on all of them. Except LinkedIn. We're not on the LinkedIn. Or no, the YouTube. I don't, I don't LinkedIn. Yeah. I do, but. She does. We don't. Like, I, my, I personally am. If you want to connect, <laughs> my name is Jasmine Behar. I've been there to life four times. But yeah. it, it's going to be a great event. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be fun. We'll have more info. And um, in case you didn't know, is isn't just all about us. We're not always going to be this selfish because yeah. we know a lot of you guys are doing amazingly cool and creative things. And mm-hmm. please hit us up if you have a cool and creative thing yeah. that you want us to yeah. talk about because yeah. we, we like talking. love you. Yeah, and love you. And love talking. Yeah. So we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at yay let's do. Yay. Yay. And our email address is 
hi let's do at gmail.com so if you do want to send us something a little nice note and we need encouragement we, we need really validation. do <laughs> if no one listens to this we I'm have each other but i mean hole. how long can that last yeah <laughs> I get real tired of you. I see you every day. I know, all day. <laughs> all day. And now at night. Yeah. And we want to do a special thank yous. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot of very special people in our life. Such I mean, great people. way too many to list here. So specifically, we're going to do special thank yous. Who helped us get this particular project going. Let's do. Yeah. Off to your ears. Yeah. So we are, as we mentioned, recording at mm-hmm. One Lucky Guitar. Which is like our employer. One Lucky Guitar. Yes. For employing us and for letting us do amazingly cool things. That's and it. do all kinds of we weird do a lot and of wonderful shit. things. It's amazing. And we all love each other just as much as we think we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, that was thank you one. Wow. <laughs> this is going to be a while. Um, thank you two is the B-side. Yeah. Which we have all kinds of wonderful shows coming up. Mm-hmm. You should check us out. Yeah. I can't. The, the website is the b-sidefw.com and we've got a list of shows on there a couple really great ones coming up so um you're gonna yeah, have to go look at it i don't know what date this episode's gonna air so i can't drop specific names but good call yes good call. yeah matt kelly matt kelly he taught us how to use the recording equipment uh-huh. and let us use it and is our friend and we like him a lot he's we very cool like him very much he's fantastic he's very nice and very cool yes we like him yes and our amazing pal who mm-hmm. is kind of annoyingly good at everything yes like we're ta- you i know lo- who we're i really about. like him a <laughs> lot but how is he good at so many things jake sour how do jake you do sour. it yeah. <laughs> so jake sour he um made our logo mm-hmm. and just really pushes us to try to one-up him yeah, all the time but yeah. we never do we never, never can ever you guys just come up come into something and you're like oh, yeah jake you walk by and you're like ah oh, another fantastic jake sour poster i know <sighs> he made a freaking book yeah i know <laughs> yeah so that's it that's the end of our special thank yous yep. and our podcast and we will see you on our next episode <laughs> it's an emergency. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>